This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Being week one of the preseason, let's overreact just a little bit. I'll put the always yeah. sunny... Um, a tinfoil hat on real quick and say, is it possible um, Azukama didn't see the field in year one because he had to learn three positions. He had to learn to be that tight end, that receiver and run the football. Can we just run with that and say, this is the year he's Debo Samuel. We could just lunge all the way in and finally be those guys. Yeah, let's be those guys. I thought you were going to say it's possible that he's just that good that they kind of hit him from the league for a full season before unleashing him. That's kind of the way I saw it. I, that's even that's an even better take. Let's roll with that one. Josh, this was a favorite of yours. Chris Brooks, he only played 20% of snaps, but five carries, 24 yards. Um, if the Dolphins didn't have a solidified fullback that needed to do kind of a lot in this Mike McDaniel offense, I'd say Chris Brooks, maybe keep him around, be that fullback guy. Yeah, I know how you love to talk about thunder and lightning. This guy was the epitome of thunder. He was um, more thunder than what we see from Jeff Wilson and some of these other guys. So he was running angry, pissed off at all times, wearing the number 33, erasing some of those memories of Daniel Thomas. But I don't think he'll make the roster, maybe the practice squad. But I definitely saw when he was running the football, that different energy, you know, just trying to go out there and almost hurt those that tried to stand in his way. So Chris Brooks, tip of a hat to him for sure. I went into this game thinking a lot was going to come from Tyler Croft and Eric Saubert, just kind of older guys playing against rookies, second year uh, players really trying to find their footing in the league. Uh, but Josh, Elijah Higgins was actually the tight end to surprise uh, against the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, he made a couple plays. I think one, Skylar Thompson extended it, rolled out towards the left sideline, fired one to Elijah Higgins, then made picked up some yak with his feet so i joke about the mike is thing but that's something we probably would have never saw to him and then they came right back to him on a play action pass right after that so it was nice to see elijah elijah higgins get his feet wet but what that means for that room i mean durham smite didn't get any reps right i mean he's pretty much solidified as that te1 but let's hope that someone like elijah higgins can step up and make some of those plays when called upon during the regular season because that room needs someone to step up 
what would you need to see throughout the preseason for someone like Higgins to kind of stick around and maybe even earn a roster spot? I mean, Saubert didn't do much. I didn't think Croft did much. I mean, if he, let's say he just does this two more times, right? Catches two or three targets anywhere from 30 to 40 yards. If he does that uh, two more times, is that enough for him to earn a roster spot right away? Or do you think he's still just kind of stuck for that? Uh, I should say destined for the practice squad. Yeah, I guess it really depends on how Miami views this room. But I think if he continues to do this, what we just saw, you know, mimic that in the next two weeks, he absolutely should make have a roster spot. And then he can probably even contend for some of those tight end two, tight end three reps. So, yeah, man, I think if he continues on this trajectory, Elijah Higgins will be on the 53-man roster and could potentially see a lot of targets as the season progresses. Jumping to the defensive side of the football, I mean, you could tell the Dolphins, I think it was 20 players who weren't active and – um. I think it's safe to say Emmanuel Agba should have been one of them. He only played 11 snaps, man, but two tackles, two quarterback hits. Uh, he certainly just stuck out. You could be standing so far away from this game, and you could just quickly identify his ability to just kind of push across linemen, uh, get in the face of the quarterback. Emmanuel Agba kind of seems like he's back. Yeah, maybe it's because he's wearing number 91, but it kind of is how I envisioned watching Cam Wake when he was nice. in the CFL, right? Just bullying over everybody, looked like he was on a whole other tier, and that's the way Emmanuel Agba looks. So we kind of overlook Emmanuel Agba. You know, he's getting paid a ton of money, but a couple years ago, he was a, the heart and soul of that defense, can do a number of different things. So, yeah, man, sit him. Well, I guess now they're going to play more starters, but he probably could have sat because we know what type of player Agba is, but at the same time, you probably just want to get out there and get some reps on, into his, under his belt after that injury that he sustained. I completely agree. I think that was his exact mindset going to this. Uh, Josh, Cam Smith, 22 snaps. We heard about his injury. We don't think it's long-term. We hope we to see him back maybe in the preseason again because he was a lightning rod out there in the secondary. Um, four tackles, a tackle for the loss, a pass defended. But two targets, two receptions allowed for 47 yards. Him and Miles Dorn are the only two players to allow more than 20 receiving yards. And Josh, I'm not trying to say this to be a hater, but let's say they're both healthy. Cam Smith, Noah Igbenogny, week one, who do you have out there starting? Damn, I don't know, because we haven't really heard much about Noah Igbenogny, which normally means he's playing pretty well. So, I mean, I guess maybe I'd lean Noah Igbenogny, but I really like what we've seen out of Cam Smith, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it's already looking like an awesome pick by um, Chris Greer just based off of the Jalen Ramsey unfortunate injury, but Cam Smith's always making plays. He did give up those two big completions, but – um, I am very happy with what Cam Smith is doing. Hope he gets out there again. But as of now, with the injury, you know, Noah Benogni being a veteran, I guess we can lean towards Iggy being that guy at least early on in the season. How old does saying Noah Benogni the veteran make you feel? Old, because isn't he like twenty three? Yeah, just like was able to drink a beer like two years ago <laughs> or something crazy like that. So makes me feel so old. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Josh, the first preseason game is in the books. How are you feeling? Uh, are, do you have any major concerns about the Dolphins? Are you anything super queasy? Because, I mean, yes, you only scored three points, but overall you had a lot of guys who weren't playing. And I think we had some guys really step up and put on some unsuspe unsuspected performances. 
Yeah, I, I teeter back and forth. I mean, 19-3, to 3, you definitely wanted that game to be a lot closer, and it was a lot closer until everything kind of spiraled out of control late in the season So, or late in the game. So there's no um, – I guess I'm not queasy at all, but if we go into preseason week two and this same thing happens, you know, a 19-3 to 3 loss or the offense sputters three times in the red zone or whatever it might be, the turnovers, I will definitely feel a lot queasier then. But I'm continuing to tell myself – Football's back, man. Just enjoy it and try to see all the good that came out of this game. Some of these guys that we talked about who we're going to be excited to see progress throughout the year. So, um, no, no, I'm not queasy. What about you? Are you queasy yet? No, definitely not at all. Um, I thought the offense, I thought they had the right idea. Uh, what is, what's the saying? Right process, wrong result type of thing. Uh, you did make it to the red zone three times. It didn't really work out. Uh, but we didn't spend a lot of time talking about the quarterbacks here. I think it's simply like, I think they're both going to be guys that are going to lean on the talent around them so much where even watching them play in the preseason, I don't think we're going to get a great idea of what they can do, especially like I think you expect the quarterback to play first with that second string of players to play better than the guy with the third string of players, just because you have those pass rushers beating those, you know, third string linemen um, pretty quickly. The quarterback doesn't have a lot of time to operate. So do you have any concern about quarterbacks at all? I, I, think generally like you lose your starting quarterback you're in trouble but I wouldn't super overreact that the Dolphins don't have a backup quarterback just yet yeah no reason to overreact yet but I mean it it did not look good so hopefully they can build on that and hopefully we don't have to even worry about who the backup is because Tua's playing you know 19 20 games this year and it doesn't matter if uh, Skylar Thompson's throwing picks in preseason or whatever it is what about you at the offensive line Jake I know we're about ready to pack this thing up but how are you feeling about the offensive line I mean we know a lot of the starters didn't play but based on some of those guys the Robert Jones um, you know the different depth pieces that we saw at least look decent Isaiah Wynn I mean what are your thoughts heading into preseason week two on that offensive line it's getting so tough because you really wonder like should have is hindsight 2020 are we starting to wonder if Robert Hunt should have been a right tackle Um, because I see guys like Robert Jones and Lester Cotton playing so well uh, at the guard position, you can maybe try to figure out a way to get him on the field. But with Robert Hunt solidifying that right guard position, all of a sudden Isaiah Wynn can really compete and be that left guard. Um, then right tackle becomes the biggest weakness. And you wonder where Austin Jackson get in can fit into the mix. I don't think he allowed any pressures. He only played like 14 snaps against the Falcons. Uh, but I'm just trying to say like worst case scenario, if Jackson can't be that guy, who do you have step in there? Um, if all those dominoes fall where you have Wynn being your left guard. Yeah, I think we even talked about before on this podcast. I mean, Robert Hunt can definitely play right tackle. So that's mm-hmm. interesting you bring that up because it does look like we have some maybe more guards on the roster, but it does speak volumes that Austin Jackson didn't give up any pressures, looked decent, you know, looked like he belonged. And that's not really something that we might have been able to say before. So maybe Butch Berry's getting the most out of these guys. But right now, I feel a little bit better about the offensive line than I did before. But there's probably no reason for that. I mean, after one preseason week one game when he lost 19 to three, I don't know that I should um, be feeling a lot less queasy about the offensive line but for whatever reason I am no I completely agree with you uh and the fact you can have so many guys sit out knowing that they're good enough to start I mean that's not something we hear a lot as Dolphin fans 